I, uh... That's like doing my Michael Caine. We've got a job to do, and we're going to do a job. That's like, it's a little Michael Caine-ish. We've got a job to do, Mr. Wayne, and we're going to do it. Got a job to do, and we're going to do a job. <laughs> Man, I'm not good with accents. I was, you want me to do some presidents and you try to guess who they are? Yes, please. I have to do. Okay. I'm just a peanut farmer. George Washington? What? No, you're thinking of George Washington Carver. Oops. I'm just a peanut <laughs> farmer right. from Georgia. And I root for the Atlanta Braves and I work for Habitat for Humanity. Willard Fillmore. No. That's oh, wait. Not, works for the Braves? That's Millard Fillmore, by the way. <laughs> Clearly, I know my presidents. It's Jimmy Carter. Ah, Jimmy Carter. He worked for the Braves? I said a root for the Braves. Oh, roots for the Braves. He's a big Braves fan because he's from Georgia. JC. Jimmy, Jimmy Carter. I'm the head of the government, and government is the problem. And my nickname is the Great Communicator. Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan. Nice. Boom. Hillary and I are really grateful that you could be here. <laughs> Thank you for coming out tonight. We call him Slick Willie. Slick Willie. Slick Willie Clinton. <clears throat> it, uh, Can you do a George W? George W. Uh, that one's tough. You have to squint your eyes when you do it and yeah. like pop your shoulders. <laughs> the greatest ever is Dana Carvey. Dana Carvey does a good George W. Yeah, George W. And then, and then there's George W. Senior. <laughs> Not gonna do it. Now I'm doing Dana Carvey doing George W. Senior. George W. Bush. Yeah. I was. I'm a big fan of the. I can do Barack Obama. Yeah, I was just going to say Obama ones are good. Yeah. Obama is all about like he cuts his sentences off like uh, me and Michelle. We are so glad you could be here tonight. Sasha Malia, go to bed. <laughs> God bless America and God. Wait. Yeah. God bless the United States. There God bless is. America. Yep. <laughs> Sasha Malia, go to bed. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you enjoyed that presidential talk. Welcome into another episode of the Back Roads and Bonfires podcast. I am not a crook. <laughs> That's Abe Lincoln. No, it's not. It's Richard Nixon. <laughs> oh, dang it. Uh, <laughs> here, uh, Adam, I am uh, really happy to be here. Uh, that's that's Nixon, right? No, that's Kennedy. Oh, yeah, he's the one that got he shot. He is from uh, uh, Massachusetts. Is he the one that said... Uh, Ask not what you can do for Ask your country. Ask not what your country can do for you. There it is. But what you can do for your uh, country, which I think was a playoff of Truman. All right. A Truman, a Harry Truman quote, maybe. I could be wrong. All right. Well, this is the most educational podcast out there. So we're happy that you tuned in. Do you do any other? Do you, can you do impressions of anybody famous besides presidents? I do like a Christopher Walken. Do it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> It's in a hard when somebody yeah. asks you to do an impression because you don't want to sound stupid. And my favorite pop is is the Mellow Yellow. <laughs> I'm a big Mellow Yellow fan. It's better than Mountain Dew. I drink it and I go, wow. <laughs> I uh, Do you do a Devin Sawa? <laughs> I could do a De Devin Sawa from the Little Giants because he's like hadn't hit puberty and talked like a girl. I remember... Uh, when him and Icebox were celebrating at the end of the movie, he's and they're like jumping up and down. He's going, "We did it! We did it!" <laughs> when they beat the Cowboys. <laughs> do you do a Denzel Washington? Oh, I cannot do Denzel. I'm going to try to do a Denzel. Jay Farrow does a great Denzel. Yeah, I'm going to try to do a Denzel right now. Okay, it's more of a micro impression. My man. <laughs> I don't know. I think and of like Training the, Day. He does the laugh. King Kong ain't got nothing on me. And you got to do the face. Yeah. And like. Put your hand down. I do uh and at the Backroads and Bonfires podcast, I'm Morgan Freeman. That didn't sound like Morgan Freeman. That sounded like is it Garrison Keeler? Oh. I thought it was Morgan Freeman. You gotta get into it more. All right. <laughs>
You can. You've done a better Morgan. I've heard you do a better Morgan Freeman. Gosh, I'd have to listen to it. I don't know. Uh, I got nothing. I when I was a kid, I used to try to do impressions. I would do um, Andy Dufresne. There, that. <laughs> here's what I've learned about impressions. There's certain words that get you into yeah. it. Like you have to start with a certain word, kind of a hook. Um, I'm trying to think of uh, like I I struggle with like Scottish. But then I just think of like, ah, oh, so, or um, haggis, sunny gem. Scottish is a tough one because then I end up going Irish. Yeah, Irish. I I always go with like, oh, the Irish. Like this is more of a cartoonist Irish, you know. When I think of Irish, I think of Conan O'Brien, and he does it like that. Uh, I had a kid on my floor named Josh McGuire, which is an Irish name, and we always go, oh, the McGuire boy. <laughs> yeah, I can't do Australia. They always say like, no or. They put R's on the end of things that have Nerd. no business. Yep. And uh, I never. Someone told me once, if you say this phrase, but like this, you'll sound Australian. And I did it. And by golly, you sound Australian. Uh-huh. Yeah. They I, put R's at the end of things. O-I's are like, I don't even know. I don't know. I wonder if people think we have accents in Iowa. Everyone's probably like, why can't we just sound normal like the people in the Midwestern United States? Do you ever do a southern accent? I mean, I try. Depends on. Texas has a twang. Yeah. And then you've got uh, like South Carolina's a little more regal. Yeah. Charleston, South Carolina. On the coast. Yeah. More regal. Yeah. And then uh, <laughs> Missouri. I don't know. What would be Missouri like? Well, I witnessed <laughs> it. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I just don't like Missouri, I so I like to dump on it. I tell you what. I uh, Y'all come back now. You're here. My my ex family. Um were they from Missouri? Central Missouri. Red oh red flag. Massive red flag. And, I wish uh, I would have known you at the time. I'd have said, you don't want to mess with this. <laughs> and I got along great with my uh, with my father in law, morning person like I was, and so we'd wake up really early, do his cattle chores. Um, and then we'd go there was a coffee shop there where like fifty farmers went every day. It was like super old school. Still like one of the a remaining coffee shop that tons of people went to. And the accents were awesome to listen to, I must say. I I don't actually hate Missouri, but I have this theory that you dump on every state that's south of you. Because Minnesotans dump on Iowa. Iowans dump on Missourians. Mm. Missourians probably look down on Arkansas. Yeah. Arkansas looks down on Louisiana. Doesn't and, everybody look down on Arkansas? And Louisiana hates the Gulf of Mexico. Yeah. <laughs> I do a Louisiana accent, but it's from the movie, uh, the show Swamp People. <laughs> Shoot him, Jacob. <laughs> we got to get them gators. I do Louisiana, and it's uh, out here down. You're not here, Bobby Boucher. You're just doing the guy <laughs> yeah. from the Water the Boy. From the water Boy. <laughs> I am from Miami. <laughs> oh man! Well, that was exciting. I have I have some things to get to here. Okay. The other day, I'm thinking, who invented surfing? Kelly how, Slater. How do how does someone just decide like that? That could be a thing. All of a sudden, they're like. We can make this board and stand on it in a way that we can ride these waves. Have you ever been surfing? Never have. Probably never will try. I'm the same way. I haven't, and I have no desire. I have no desire to try. Plus, what if like a megalodon comes out of that wave? Bites your ankle right off. prehistoric shark. Yeah. I'd be more worried about like wiping out and the board just like whacks me in the head as I'm tumbling in the water. Oh, I've seen videos of that. It's bad. Yeah. I'm not even that impressed with surfing. Like... Do you remember in the late 90s, there was a real X Games craze? Oh, yeah. Because Tony Hawk's Pro Skater got big, and then they made the game Matt Hoffman's BMX. Yeah. And then they made the game Kelly Slater's Pro Surfer, because my buddy had it, and it was dumb. (laughs) And like every once in a while, like NBC on Saturday mornings would have some really weird sports programming. It'd be like, here's Karch Karai playing beach volleyball. And now we're going to go live to the, the Grand Maui Invitational Surfing. And I was like... You know, you watch it because you have you only have five channels. There's nothing to watch, and they're just riding a wave. And you're like, "How do you even score this? Like, why does that guy get a 95 and that guy get a 92? I don't understand." There's probably this. a way somehow. I don't like sports that are determined by judges' rankings. I just like whether you win or lose because you scored more points or or you know what I mean. You you imposed your will on yeah. them, but that's why it's hard for me to get into the Olympics because there's so many events where it's like. I guess the French judge thought that guy didn't point his toes quite well enough, so the other guy wins. Like, what? 
That is uh, something I've thought about a lot, especially back in my figure skating watching days yeah. with my mother. I was like, how do they judge? Like, they all look good to me. How's one better than the other? But do they, you ever think about things like that? Figure like, skating should be more like those dog shows where they have to do a series of th- like obstacles and then there's, it's timed. Now we're talking. Because then you're like, well... They completed all the obstacles in four seconds less. They won. It's I know why they won now. I like that. I I just every now and then I'll be like, how did I don't get it? How I get fascinated by how things came to be. Someone out there has an idea for everything, though. I guess it's wild. I have a question for you. I would love to answer it. What was the deal with wheat pennies? Wheat pennies? Yeah, and like, do they still make wheat pennies? I'm not sure I know what a wheat penny is. Google it. You've seen it. Oh, oh my phone's up there. I can't. A wheat penny. Yeah. Like, as in, it's an actual penny, but it has the wheat on it? You, all the listeners know what a wheat penny is. They're, <laughs> like, shocked you don't. I think, I now that you now that we're talking about this, my, phone just like my dad used to have a collection of rare coins in his dresser, and I remember when I was a little kid, I would open up the dresser. To like go through the coins and look at them because I thought they were so cool. Remember these? I have seen. They that. had special backs. My dad had one, yes. And didn't they have like something called like buffalo nickels too? Or they something? did. There's buffalo nickels. All I don't sorts know of what. Stuff. I don't know what they are. Weren't they? Were the buffalo nickels wooden? I don't know. Oh, but I've just heard of them. Wheat pennies are worth the same amount, but I felt like as a kid it was like oh, you got a wheat penny. Well, if you had one nowadays, you might get ten bucks for it. Who knows? I don't think so. Or a hundred. But I thought by mentioning that, you'd be like, oh, yeah, I also remember Wheat Pennies being special. This is why I wish Tom was here. <laughs> because he'd fact check it? Or he'd know? Because Tom, be, Tom would know about Wheat Pennies. <laughs> uh, so Tom, when you hear this, please text me that you know about Wheat Pennies. <laughs> uh, a friend of mine that I graduated high school with, him and his dad owned a jewelry store here in town. And I would go in there occasionally and like, He'd pull out all these rare coins. They're just normal coins and stuff. Looking to me, I didn't care one bit. But it had like a certain thing on it or if it was a certain year. And he'd like pull out a nickel and show it to me and be like, yeah, someone would buy this for like $500. Like, I, I, don't, I don't understand. Are you sure he wasn't collectors. joshing you? No, he wasn't. I don't understand collectors. I, have, I, ha- I collect money. I have money from all over the world. Like I had a lot of friends that traveled in college and... I would always say, hey, can you just bring me back like a dollar or even a coin? That's all I want. So like, you know, I have the I have euros, which covers a lot. But I also mm-hmm. have um, I have Egyptian money. I Ooh. have Chinese money. I have yen. I have uh, Malaysian money. I have Romanian money. I have I have Brazilian money. And like, it's really cool what they put on some of these. Uh, our money is not nearly as colorful compared to other countries or some of these places have like cool logos that are clear plastic and they're mm-hmm. inside the dollar the, the paper money i need to organize it in some way i just have it wrapped up in a wad inside of a cup right now but i'll bring it out at school and my kids like to look at it that is cool i have an old chinese coin that has a square hole in the middle my brother, I have an old, my brother uh, got it for me i have an old dollar bill that i kept from the time i went to south dakota the u.s <laughs> dollar bill the Egyptian one's really cool. It's got like pharaohs and and uh, Egyptian land. How do they make them? How do they make what? How did, how did they make those coins? Just chisel them? They must have had. They must have been able to heat it up and like stamp it or something. Oh, that's wild, man. Um, I need to tell you something that grinds my gears, and it's when people are afraid to use public bathrooms. Why are you? Why are you? Why does that make you mad? I just think like I, the other day I heard of people on a podcast talking about how I will hold it for hours till I get home. I don't care how much it hurts. I will not go to the bathroom in public. And I'm just thinking, what's the big deal? I don't like public bathrooms. We all poop. We all pee. I, I just don't, if you got to go, you got to go. I feel like you're hurting yourself by holding it. I always prefer to have a home game if possible. I don't like the road <laughs> game. So, but you know what's so funny is save water if you do it at a road game. What's it's one flush? It's like a gallon. <laughs> um, what I find so funny is like we're all a lot of us are the same. So if I'm in a public bathroom doing my thing and somebody walks in, I will go full silent mode. Oh, I, not me. I will just be like, I don't want to move. I just want them to leave as soon as possible. And the other day, I walked into a public bathroom and someone was in the stall and they went full silent mode, like just just froze. And I was like. 
I know exactly what that guy's feeling. He's like, you should have started talking to him. No, <laughs> I I know exactly what he's feeling. Like, please just leave. I want. I don't like to be around people when this is happening. But like, I don't really uh, like. Go- We've talked about this. I don't like going to the bathroom anyway. It's it's not a part of my day I enjoy because it's keeping me from doing stuff I want to do. Whether that's watch a show, read a book, work on something. It's like it's a hassle. It's like oh, I gotta go to the bathroom. This sucks. I tell you what, if I would have walked into that bathroom, I'd have been like, hey, buddy, I, can, I know what you're doing in there. I can sense that you just went silent mode. You're trying to you're trying to go sneaky in there. I'm going to stand here and we're going to work through this together. I'm going to help you face your fears. I'm not leaving the bathroom until you do it. And then you're going to go, do you need a shoehorn? Are you struggling <laughs> in there? I tell you what, I'll put on a show for people if I got to go and I don't care who's around. You got to do it. You got to do you it. You are so weird about body functions. And then I'll walk out and just confidently like make eye contact with people i don't care it's a weird thing to be proud of <laughs> i don't know if the listeners I feel like i'm more manly than them because i don't mind it it's not manly to be gross <laughs> <laughs> i grew up in a house with all boys and like we didn't burp at the table we didn't like fart in front of each other it was like yeah and i'm still the same way like that stuff should be avoided at all costs not farting, but farting in front of people should be avoided at all costs. Um, You're more I, of a gentleman than I am. I don't know if the listeners would agree more with you or me. Like the whole like loud and proud in the bathroom. I, I just, I love it when I have to go to the bathroom in public and they go in there and it's empty and you're like, yes, it's totally empty in here. Or if it's an individual stall. Yeah. I, I like lock the door. Th- I'm so glad you brought this up because I was going to talk to you about this. I was at a baseball game the other night and I had, we were scouting and so I, I had time to just go to the the bathroom there and at the field and they had urinals and they had dividers up between the urinals. And I so appreciate the urinal divider. I hate like you go to an old sports stadium and they just have the long trough that everybody pees in. (laughs) I hate the pee trough. What's your thoughts on the pee trough? Don't care either way. Uh, I will say dividers, maybe 1% preference more 51 49. I'll take divider over not divider, but some of them, like the bathroom at a certain establishment in Storm Lake that I won't name, you got to like stand sideways to fit between them. They're so narrow. Oh, really? You gotta ha- you gotta leave room for the girthy fellas. <laughs> girthy, like in the waist and the stomach yeah. area. <laughs> yeah, I, we all get it. <laughs> because a thick boy doesn't want to stand shoulder smashed together trying to pee. I always, if there's no dividers, I grab a corner urinal and sort of like tilt my body towards the corner i just i like privacy in all <laughs> shapes and forms i just really enjoy privacy <laughs> i walked up last night i went to the bathroom while i was at the softball and baseball games and the stall was open and there was some of uh, someone that i know not like close friends but someone i know at the trough and i just walked right up beside him and started going i said what up man and started talking to don't him. don't talk to me while i'm peeing <laughs> it's so weird like I, it's just not a time to make conversation. Yeah. I'm so happy we have a bathroom in the dugout now. It's a it's an individual private bathroom. Like I hated going to the bathroom in public at baseball games. Yeah. Uh, some guys in the stall blowing an O ring. You're just trying to pee, <laughs> and you're just like, oh my gosh, this is so uncomfortable. <laughs> oh man. Well, Ryan, as we've discovered on this podcast over the years, you're maybe a little more kosher than I am. I'm just a I'm just a very private guy. <laughs> um, hey, have you seen these videos of people cleaning headstones? No, they're awesome. It's so, like one of those like satisfaction videos. Yeah, so they go to like cemeteries and they'll find like headstones from like the 1800s that are so mossed over and crusted over, and they have their little uh, I don't know, little billy tank of whatever sanitizer, degreaser, cleaner, whatever. And they spray it on there and then they they're scrubbing they're scrub. I love the before and afters and they'll bring it they'll like make it pop again and some of them even like readjust the headstone if it's been knocked or moved they're really just preserving history and that's awesome but, but it's also satisfying to watch them take this grimy grungy barely can read a headstone from like 1858 and then it's like perfect again you should look up cleaning headstone videos that might be what I look at before I fall asleep tonight you should satisfying. I get I get very satisfied from like power washing videos. Yep. Like power washing off like a brick house or something, the before and afters. 
I'm a clean freak, so obviously that thing just really hits me right in the feels. Are you a clean freak? I love that. I am a clean freak, neat freak organization. I mean, I'm not like I've, super OCD about it. I've been to your farm. There was manure all over the cow's <laughs> pasture. You <laughs> don't clean up after that. I got to be better. I got to be better about that. You need to clean up after your cows. You should be able to eat off that pasture floor. All right. Fair. Challenge accepted. You just throw hay down like it's throwing newspaper over a milk spill. <laughs> or when the janitor puts that powder over the vomit. The sawdust. <laughs> the sawdust over the vomit. Or, yeah, oh, my gosh. Or that powder that makes it smell worse. Have I ever told you my driver's ed puke story? No, please do. So driver's ed class. It's the last night of driver's ed. We're taking our last ever written test. And, I mean, I'm passing driver's ed with flying colors. I've been driving a vehicle on the farm since I was like eight. Mm-hmm. And... I am, it's hitting me. Like, I don't know where all of a sudden, like, I'm, I like feel sick. I have to puke. Felt great all night long. All of a sudden, it hits me. And we got maybe half the test to go. I just start circling C for every single thing. Mm-hmm. It's at the old high school. I walk out into the lobby area where all the trophy cases are and stuff. Sure. Trying to make it to the bathroom downstairs. Just unleash a, such a big amount of puke right in the lobby by the trophy cases. What, what did it to you? I have no idea. And then instead of just keeping everything in one place, I keep going. Like I want to make it down to the bathroom and I just leave a hole. So you're puking on the tile floor. Yep. All the way down the steps into the bathroom. I leave a, I make a, a puke trail. Is this in the summer? Uh, when did I take driver's, driver's ed? ed? Sometimes is a summer thing. Sometimes. No, it was in the winter because I remember I'd get it. I'd go to driver's ed after basketball practice and the wind, it would be cold so, and I'd be sweaty and I'd fog up the whole windows in the car. So did you like come back to the class and you're like, hey, somebody puked in the hallway. Oh, no. I don't know. You're going to want to look at that. No, I totally owned it because everyone else was still taking the test and I rushed out and then they all got done and like went to go use the bathroom. I drink from the water fountain and everyone just saw this just absolute bad scene and i remember the next morning at school the janitor comes up to me and she goes she was one of my good friends aunts and she goes hey adam next time you puke can we work on just maybe keeping it in one spot not taking it all the way through the lobby down the stairs and into the bathroom that made my life a lot a lot worse (laughs) i i haven't i haven't puked in 20 years um but i've been around some puke working in education i remember this one kid at my first school i taught at he asked to leave the classroom and he like made it out in the hallway and just dropped down on all fours and oh, just no. started barfing. Oh. And I like felt bad for him and I like grabbed the trash can from my room and I like walked over, got as close as I could. Cause if I start smelling the stomach bile and stuff like it'll it'll make me puke. Ugh. And I was like, Here you go, buddy, like just try it here, use this. And I like walked away and then I heard him just puking even more into that trash can. And I was like, Jeepers. The sad part is the room we were in, like all these first floor rooms in the old Delta High School had their individual bathrooms. Was your crush in driver's ed with I could have. No. I don't think so. Did you try to impress the kids? Like, I just puked a lot, like way more than a normal person. Like, <laughs> it was like a pro that. level puke. I didn't do that. I do remember leaving the bathroom. I distinctly remember leaving the bathroom being like, all right, everyone's going to see this. I just got to go up there and own it and not be embarrassed. And that's what I did. Did you do that thing after you puke where you had like a cold sweat? Because you honestly feel a lot of relief. Oh, a lot of relief. But like you're sweaty and pale, but like you you feel better than you did before the puke. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. And you has got like the bad taste in your mouth. Kind of got a runny nose going. Uh, I hate no that. No great. I hate that puke taste. No good. But I could have gone in the bathroom in the driver's ed room, made it into the toilet or the garbage area and not made a mess. But I think I didn't want to cause a scene. Everyone in there just listened to me. You did cause a scene. In the end, you caused a big scene. Oh, way worse scene. Yeah. <laughs> uh, when I was in college, we did this baseball camp, and uh, it was in the gym, and some kid puked, and I had to clean it up, and it was terrible. He had cottage cheese and kiwi. Uh-huh. What a combo. That It was like it was me, green. me and another guy were just like trying so hard not to barf ourselves, <laughs> cleaning up cottage cheese and kiwi barf. What a smell. Yikes. (laughs) Oh, man. Well, while we're on uh, the topic of puke, Mm -hmm. I wrote this down. Every now and then I want to pose this question or I want you or Tom or whoever's on the pod to bring it up to me if you had an awesome food experience. I want to 
I want to occasionally recently. We just, yeah, we just need to mention the best our best food experience of the past week because um, I love food. Love talking about. Yeah, it. we talk about food a lot on this pod, and I want to hear other. And maybe you don't have one, but I've got one. Um, the best food experience I had of the week. I haven't even eaten good food lately. I've just been like existing, like <laughs> baseball season, man. My wife and I's anniversary, I think, was Tuesday. I saw her for 45 seconds during the day at, at work. Like we <laughs> saw each other in the hallway or something or a classroom. It was like on my anniversary, 14 year anniversary, I saw my wife for 45 seconds. Like I don't even have time to prepare a good food. Like I'm just eating stuff so I don't die right now. <laughs> so just eating strictly for survival. Yes. I would say my best food experience of the week was probably a ham salad sandwich that I really enjoyed. Dang. Oh, no, I know what it was. We had an away game Monday, and I actually did my due diligence and packed like a lunch or packed like a meal. And I had a um, I had a salad with chicken and carrots and ranch and stuff. It was really good. I love a big salad. Salads are freaking great. What was your food experience of the week? I know what mine's oh. going to I'm going to try to see if my wife and I can go out to dinner Saturday night yes. to celebrate our anniversary. Let's go. I want to go to Who Hot. That would be sick. Should the three of us go to celebrate our anniversary? I mean- if you want a third wheel, <laughs> when's that? You've said so many times the pod is going to like go out for ribs yeah, or something. You and me and Tom need to go out and I need to foot the bill. But when are we going to do this? Where are we going? Smoking um, Hereford? Smoking Hereford. There's Zimmy's. A, we go to Sioux City. We need to go to Sioux City. Or there's like we awesome restaurants like, in small towns around here. We need to do like Guys Night, Sioux City. Um, there's in Storm Lake, there's a little like mom and pop hole in the wall burger joint. Um, McDonald's. <laughs> we can go check that out. It's kind of a greasy spoon little diner that's got like hamburgers and chicken sandwiches. I check it out. Their beef is like really good. <laughs> mm, yummy. <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna see if you'd come across the table at me. <laughs> we do need to do that very soon. What do you think's really in McDonald's beef? Play-Doh. Is it just sawdust and newspaper shreddings? I think it's sawdust, newspaper shreddings. Play-Doh holds it together, and then they put... Xanthan gum. Uh, <laughs> Xanthan gum <laughs> and, beef, and beef bouillon. Ribosol. <laughs> is, yeah, as they boil down some beef bouillon cubes. Yeah, that's what gives it the hamburger look. I'm an island boy. <laughs> that's what I think of when I hear bouillon. <laughs> oh, uh, so my food experience. Tuesday night, I uh, got together with my Bible study and... Shut up. <laughs> crazy right i hate when people say that during stories shut up like why i'm telling a story did i say something <laughs> unbelievable to you that's your reaction shut up like that's so weird uh, um and the wife whose house we were at she said we take turns making food two weeks ago one of the person made cheeseburger sliders on king's hawaiian bun oh my goodness. Hey, I saw time out on your story. Yes, sir. I, I am I'm fully vested. Hey, you're all, I don't you're all good. I, when I saw this, I thought of you. Somebody was making uh cheeseburger tacos on a flat grill. What's a flat griddle? But no, it's like a blackstone. Oh, blackstone, yep. Yeah, so That's what I got. They took hamburger and they did like the smash burger thing where they smash it and then they put that on a tortilla, really smat sm- uh, flat. And threw some cheese on it, and then threw it face down on the on the blackstone, and then basically it just cooked it and like molded or melted everything to the tortilla, and then they flipped it up, and you get this basically like a layer of ground beef that's now covering most of the tortilla with cheese on it. Oh man! And then they um, for the toppings inside of it, you know, when you have it rolled up into a U like a taco. Oh yeah! They just put like um. Diced tomatoes, lettuce, ketchup. Like it was a Sounds cheeseburger amazing. taco, basically. Sounds amazing. And I was like, Adam would like this. Oh, yes, I would. We should do it. Let's we do should. it right now. I got me and me and Tom both got I've, I got Pit Boss. He's got black. I've never had a smash burger before. Tom makes amazing ones. Tommy. For real. Tommy Pickles. Have us over. Yeah. We need to do the smash burger. We do. We're we're gonna have a feast, a smash burger feast at Tom's. I'm gonna make some sick baked beans for a side does that go with we should do burgers? pork and beans for tommy because he loves the pork and beans <laughs> oh man and then my contribution will be sitting in the corner going we're island boys <laughs> that'll be my contribution oh man so okay 
So she made this was two weeks ago. She we made cheeseburger sliders on King's Hawaiian. That was two weeks ago. A different member of this group. You said the story was of the week. I know. I just had to get that out. So okay. So Tuesday night we have three cheese chicken enchiladas. Boy, were they good! And Spanish rice for a side, and then I brought some of my homemade fresh salsa that I made. Holy macaroni! I ate too many oh, of them. Watch the language. Was disgustingly full. Um, made pumpkin muffins for dessert. This guy did. Enchiladas are kind of overrated. That's. I got to be honest with you. First time I've had Most enchiladas. Enchiladas have that special red sauce. Yeah, these were not red. These were all creamy, like, other, like, like white sauce. Yeah, like white. My wife makes a, a white chicken enchilada. I got to say, might have been the first time I had enchilada in 10 years. Enchiladas are kind of like the cousin of the Crispito. Yep. Crispito's a little crispier. Crispito doesn't get enough recognition, especially outside of the education world, because it, you really can't go to a restaurant and order a Crispito. To my knowledge. I don't think you can. You just got to buy them frozen in like a box of 48 at the grocery right. store. It's it's a step up. You know how... Um, what's the big saxophone? Alto or soprano? Uh, alto. Alto is the big one? Yep. Is soprano the little straight one that Kenny G plays? Yes. See the straight... And then, wait. The big one's the baritone sax. That Yeah, the berry the, sax. The berry sax, yep. So I feel like the taquito is like the little soprano sax. And the Crispito's like the baritone. Man, I wish I could make a baritone sax noise right now. <laughs> I was going to try, but it would have been a fail. Um, <laughs> you sound like the foghorn on a tugboat. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you sounded like. You want to hear my didgeridoo impression? Yes. <laughs> it's pretty good, right? Yeah, it's good. Some people are going to go, did he just play an actual didgeridoo? Uh, <laughs> funny that you bring that up. One of the members of my Bible study plays a didgeridoo, owns one, plays the jaw harp. Can you actually play a didgeridoo? He does. He plays a jaw harp. He it's like a it's like a slide whistle. <laughs> it's like I play the slide whistle. Like, well, nobody <laughs> plays it. You just make it make the noise. <laughs> That's, That's like true. saying I play a whoopee cushion. You don't play it. You just make it make the noise. That's very true. The jaw harp was awesome to witness. What's okay? The jaw harp is like a little metal thing, but like you put it in your like, mouth and then it, you, doesn't it go like bang it bang it bang it bang it bang 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 bang. You hit your jaw doing it. Yeah, it's basically like like when you hit a doorstop, which is the funniest noise ever. Um, and so we need to get together for smash burgers and we need to go have a guy's food day um we should start a band like you play the jaw harp tom plays the jug and i play the spoons <laughs> the jug <laughs> yeah tom can just be like and then you'll be like <laughs> and i'm over here with the spoons just like <laughs> and we'll just like We'll do like blue, like little cunt backwoods country western versions of like uh, who let the dogs out and like it wasn't me by Shaggy. Well, <laughs> 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 me. And I'm just like, <laughs> oh my word. Yeah. Are you ready to get into this meat mm. of the episode? Let's do it. All right. For a long time. Hopefully you guys aren't bored when you hear this. I've been wanting to rank our ju- our juice rankings. I want to be top five juices. Yeah, this is the Big weirdest segment guy. that you've ever been like adamant that we're doing. I've been I've been hung up on juice rankings for like six months. I know you've texted me numerous times about we gotta rank the juices. <laughs> this is the content that the people want. Everyone's dying to know where you put cran apple on your list, Ryan, <laughs> or strawberry kiwi. Do you say strawberry kiwi? <laughs> i'm kidding i don't even like strawberry kiwi i do well i know why you don't we're getting a little crazy with the juices strawberry and kiwi were we're we're playing god here by putting these two fruits together they were ne- never intended to be that way fresh kiwi is awesome i don't even know if i've had kiwi. they take a long time to peel i don't eat hairy fruit they're they're a real son of a butt to peel let me tell you what. They're furry. Yeah, they're furry and they're delicate. Where do you get a kiwi? You grow on a tree? Hy-Vee. Oh, 
Uh, before that, they grow on a tree. Yes. Kiwi tree. I think or in a bush. What, in what climate? I guess it'd be like South America, maybe Mexico. I would have thought with the name Kiwi, it'd be like from Australia. Ooh, you might be onto something. Because or New Zealand area. Because you're right. That's where they're big on words like hundred percent. Yeah, I think you're right. It's New Zealand. You're hundred percent now. I'm ninety nine percent sure you're right. It's New Zealand. Okay. I wish Tommy was here to fact check us. <laughs> I know. Tom, hey, we'll get him back next can week. Can we? Can we just think about Tom for five seconds? Like, I need you to just give five seconds to thinking nothing about Tom. Are you Moment ready? of silence. Yeah, you ready? Right, I'm ready. I will remember you. Doobie 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 doobie. All I saw, <laughs> all I saw was Ray Liotta's face. <laughs> that was us in memoriam, Tom. He's not dead. He's just not with us, and that makes us sad because we love Tommy <laughs> Trumpets, aka Tommy Pickles. Oh man! All right, Burke. What's your number one juice? You want to go first? Yes. Um, my number one juice is orange, no pulp. Nice. Orange, no pulp. It's the goat of juices. Orange juice is, it's the old tried and true. It's the old rough and ready. The old standby. Uh, never, never lets you down. Can raise your blood sugar if you need it to. <laughs> um, <laughs> but you got to get that pulp out of there because only a psycho eats pulp. Uh, yeah. And I'll take a lot mm. of different kinds of orange juice. What's the Florida orange juice? Tropicana. Tropicana. I think there's one called Florida's There's best. one called Florida's Florida. best. Yep. Isn't it Florida's best? Yep. What's the one that comes in like an all white jug? Is that Tropicana? Uh, that's Tropicana. Very good. Then there's one that's just like simply orange or yep. something. You're right. You take the pulp out of all those are gold. And then I really like Sunny Delight. Sunny D is great. I love the tangy, the tangy flavor of Sunny D. Not the California style. I don't, I don't mess with that. No, I think the tangy one, they had different colored lids. That's how you differentiate it, I remember. Well, the, the the California one was had like a red light label. You're right. And the original just was... orange yeah. or whatever. Yep. Um, You ever notice, too, when we were kids, every breakfast commercial, the kids always had a big glass of milk and a small glass of juice. Yep. And then they had like the two triangles of toast with the little square pads of butter on them. <laughs> yes. And then they had like a muffin and then like the bowl of cereal. And I'm like, nobody eats all that before school. No. Nope. And then and like, there's no protein. No, maybe they might have some bacon on a plate or something, Could be. but it does remind me of like every movie where the kids running at late for school. Oh, and mom makes that them, annoys me so much. Mom's got the biggest breakfast spread of all time. And the kid like takes like a sip of OJ and grabs like up. He's toast. He's like, thanks mom. I'm late for the bus. Meanwhile, there's like literally a four course breakfast with like oh. biscuits and gravy, ham, there's a cornucopia of like lunch or breakfast meats just on the table. And in every movie, if if the camera could Travesty. just stay on mom and we see like what happens, she'd probably be like, these mother bleeping kids, <laughs> I just spent six hours. <laughs> she breaks down crying. Making this breakfast <laughs> spread. It's basically a, a continental breakfast. And the dude grabs a mouthful of juice and toast and yells, thanks, mom, on his way out the door. It's unbelievable. Ungrateful little puke. Man. But they did always have a big glass of milk and a small glass of orange I'm juice. so glad you brought that up. That annoys me so much when that happens. What's your next juice? Man. All right. My number one juice of all time, Capri Sun. You dirty dog. That was going to be my number two. Well, it can be. We're not oh, doing a draft. Fair enough. We're just doing a list. I love Capri Sun. I don't even know if there's different flavors of Capri Sun. I've never met one I didn't like. There is different flavors. Uh, but yeah, you're right, man. The only the only bad part is that it's just not enough in one thing. Yeah. you need. I, I, when are they going to make a jumbo pouch? Right? Make one that's like, you know, 24 ounce Capri Sun. Give me a camelback of Capri Sun. You remember when, like, With the the straw that goes around from to my mouth in the front. <laughs> you remember be like on a field trip and everyone would be eating their lunchable and their Capri Sun, and you had to like be the hero to like some girl in your class because she couldn't get her straw through the. And then you just ran it the through pouch. both sides of the pouch because <laughs> you just were overzealous. Completely ruined it. And you're like, sorry, <laughs> got a little Here, excited. Have mine. <laughs> um, I used to like to take little sips off mine. Um, and then after my Lunchable was gone, then I could just chug the Capri Sun. Um, are you, do you drink beverages while you eat or do you eat and then finish with the beverage? I usually start with a sip of my beverage to 
lubricate the insides. Then it's all to prime the pump. Yep. Then it's all meal. And then at the end, I usually just slam my beverage and I'm like, feel gross full because I just chugged it. See, my brother was big on like, don't touch the beverage until the entire meal's gone, then drink the beverage. I like take, take a few bites, drink, take a few bites, drink. I spread the beverage out for the most part. And the way you do it is probably much healthier than the way I do it because it fills you up more. You probably eat less. I don't know. It doesn't seem like it's been working for me. <laughs> but I just don't understand people that don't spread the drink out throughout the meal. Because you got to take a break from eating to like get what the drink is giving you. Like yeah. whether it's some, some sweetness or whatever. I'm usually just a water chug. Okay. I'm ready for my number two. All right. Are you ready? I'm so excited. It's Capri Sun. <laughs> Boom, baby. Capri Sun. Yeah. Uh, Did you ever, you've never met a flavor you didn't like. Have you ever had Fast Blast? I've never even heard of it. Fast Blast is an orange juice that came in a, it looked like a milk jug. Really? Yeah. You know, it's, it's in this, it's basically a milk jug, but it's yeah. full of orange juice. We always had it. I grew up Catholic and I feel like that's what we always had at like Sunday school is like, yeah, Fast Blast. It's called Fast Blast like orange juice. I need to Google it when we're it's done. It's not a separate pick for me it's just part of an orange juice thought huh. i had i never had it can you tell how tired i am oh. no my it's... eyes are starting to go wonky your I, eyes do look a little bloodshot i got like four and a half hours of sleep last night but do you know why i'm here even though it's because you're freaking committed it's 12 12 oh my lord <laughs> because you've been stepping up big for me lately helping me out with stuff i owe you 20 bucks by the way no you don't and then uh i was like I got to show up for Adam. I'm going to sleep this weekend because it's Memorial Day weekend. But I was like, that guy's been stepping up for me. I got to get over there and record a pod. There is times when I'm like, man, this is really important to me. But I know it's probably not as important to everyone else. I really hope yeah. he comes to record, though. But I know he's been super busy. Well, you were, you've been mowing the baseball field. You bought some phones for me. I better keep doing that. Yeah. Well, you've been a good buddy. Okay. <laughs> what's your number? Wait. My, number two. Oh, yeah. Because you started with Capri. Yep. Song. My number two. Fruit punch, specifically high C out of the small high C box with the straw, where you just chug that baby and then you oh. suck the the box till it's all crinkled. That's okay. I fruit punch is almost always orange is my favorite, but for some like reason orange I love high C. Yeah, but for some reason I love fruit punch. There isn't McDonald's still selling high C in the fountain. They sure are. Who's drinking that? Probably no one. Have you seen these psychos that will just do like a suicide of all the things in a fountain? I used to do these that. people that end up in prison someday. Yeah, well, I've been close a couple of times. <laughs> I bet the people at you and I were like, makes total sense that guy does that. He fits the profile. <laughs> we're doing five, oh, our top five, right? Top five. Okay, my number three is apple juice. Apple juice, great for the throat if you have to sing. It's a great morning juice. You're not wrong. Apple yep. juice is delicious. My college professor, uh, my college choir professor. Did he invent apple juice? Teacher, whatever you want to call him. His grandfather did. Okay. Uh, and he also was a backup singer for Barry Manilow for like 10 years. Oh. Before he got into uh, oh, teaching. Oh, Mandy. Yep. Uh, funny story. Barry Manilow actually called him once while we were at rehearsal, and he put him on speakerphone so we could all hear Barry Manilow talk. Um, anyway, he always told us that do a half and half, like a 20-ounce glass, half water, half apple juice before concert weekend. Somehow that stuff mixed together, light on the acid, but still enough from the apple juice makes the throat great. So I always do it now when I sing in church and stuff. Have you ever seen the SNL skit with Brian Cranston and Fred Armisen? I bought a sp- or I, I brought a bottle of sparkling no. apple juice to your house. <laughs> no. Uh, did you get it? They sing that like 50 times in one skit because it's the only hit song they had. And the story is like they're performing in Minnesota somewhere. And like it was their hit like 23 years ago for like a week. It was on the Billboard charts and they've been touring on it ever since. <laughs> and they're talking in between the chorus and stuff. And then they always go, I bought us. But yeah, it's really funny. If I don't know. Side story. Today in my leadership class, it's like the last day of school. We're done with everything. They're just going to present their stuff tomorrow. And the kids said, I have four kids in, this, in that class. They said, let's do a try not to laugh challenge. Ooh. And they're like, show us funny stuff on YouTube and we'll try not to laugh. 
this it became so frustrating adam so i can only imagine with high school kids i showed them like i have a playlist on my youtube channel of like not my youtube channel just my youtube account of all like clean snl skits so i like so my kids can watch them yeah i start showing them snl skits and they're like this is stupid this isn't even funny they didn't think chris farley was funny they didn't think adam sandler was funny they didn't think Bill Hader was funny. They didn't think Will Ferrell was funny. They didn't think Andy Samberg was funny. This and fires I was me like, up. I was like, this is so frustrating because their humor has been basically formed by TikTok and like really dumb influ- social media influencers. So what, are they, what would they think is funny? I don't even know. But Man, that's sad. It reminded me, though, that like- That's my, real comedy. My parents used to show me stuff from the 70s that I thought was funny, and I was like- I mean, I get why you think it's funny, but like Gilda Radner's not making me fall out of my chair. <laughs> Dan Aykroyd's not making me fall out of my chair. Even Steve Martin. It's like, I respect Steve Martin. Yeah. Steve Martin doesn't make me laugh. And I was like, I have become the old person. They're going, I don't know who Chris Farley is. Why is this funny? I'm like, I don't know. Why isn't it funny that he fell down? It's just funny to watch him fall down. But I just felt like such an old, crusty, just old guy we are we are at the we are at that part of our lives where we're starting to remember stuff like that and then we can also like think forward to like what we're starting to like understand what like our parents currently feel like now like in their 60s and stuff yeah yeah and like like i said i have such respect for like comedy that i was like i'm not crapping on steve martin and the king tut or the Two wild and crazy guys. Like, I'm not crapping on it. I'm not sitting there going, this is really stupid. I was just like, I totally get why you guys think this is funny. It doesn't strike my funny bone, but Mm -hmm. I get it. Yeah. I felt like the kids today were just like, this is stupid. Why is this funny? And I'm like, you know what? Put your heads down on your desk for the last 30 minutes. That's a real bummer. I didn't say that. (laughs) Put your heads down. I kept trying to find other SNL stuff. And at one point, this girl goes... This isn't funny. It's SNL. And I was like, I don't even know where to begin with that statement. <laughs> they probably think Pete Davidson's like the Mount Rushmore comedy. No, I think I think the people that they think are funny, they're not even people. I think what they think are funny are Influencers. like, well, not even that. It's like 10 second reels or TikToks where the person doing it isn't even famous. You don't even know who the person's name is. You just go, oh, this is the kid who like rides his moped into a bush or a street lamp. Yeah. And it's like the kid's not a comedian. It's just somebody caught something funny. You know what I'm saying? 100%. That's the kind of people they think are funny whereas like I think we were growing up thinking comedians and people who were trying to be funny for a living were funny. Yeah. Not just somebody who happened to do something funny in a 10 second video that went viral. That's a good point. That's a bummer for you though. So what's your next juice? My next juice number 3 is orange juice. What was my number three? Oh, apple. apple juice. Mine's orange juice, specifically Tropicana. Orange juice down to number three? Yeah. Jeepers. Sorry. I love orange juice so much. It's so good. I like it all. Tropicana, Hy-Vee brand. It don't matter. I like it all. I think I have a controversial number four. All right. Bring it. Lemonade. Why is that controversial? Is it a juice? I consider it a juice. Uh, uh, it was in my list of juices to pick from. It's not an. It's not a juice. It's an aid. Favorite like, color? Oh, uh, ooh. I'm pink. Pink lemonade's very good. I like. I I think mine encompasses both. Okay. Pink or yellow, but you like. I love an Arnie Palmer. Ooh, yummy. Yeah, man. I'm not a big fan of like. So we go through a lot of lemonade at the Pedersen farm in the summer. A okay. lot. It's, it's a good it's summer drink. Mike Pedersen's favorite thing on earth in the summer. What, um, what kind of lemonade do you make? Oh, it's almost always yellow, but there is some pink. But uh, what brand? Oh, uh, what comes in that big tub? Is it called Country Time? I love Country Time. Yeah, Country Time. And But sometimes my mom will get a little squirrely and do like a strawberry lemonade or like a, not a strawberry. Mary? Sometimes they have like strawberry limeade. That sounds delicious. Yeah, I don't know if I love lime, but but I'll go to the, like the Clay County Fair, one of the greatest, maybe the greatest place on earth, um, and I'll buy like the real deal lemonade they sell, but it's like super sweet and syrupy, and I just don't like it. I really like Country Time. Country Time's 
just glorious. And I miss Gatorade Lemonade. Gatorade Lemonade was low-key goaded. Hashtag LKG. All right. My number four. Blue Squeeze It. What is that? The sque- little Squeeze It bottles where you had to twist the plastic tab off the top. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you pretend, it, you'd pretend it was like a bottle of pop. Yep. yep. The Blue Squeeze It. OMG. I loved them so much. Mm. <laughs> so good. What else, um, what else can be said? All-time kid juice. I'm going to go number five, the juice that came in a plastic barrel with a foil top. Yes. They're called Little Hugs. Little Hugs? Yes. That's my number five, Little Hugs. <laughs> they look <laughs> they look like they're in like a mini whiskey barrel. Yeah. It's like <laughs> these are the things that Donkey Kong threw. <laughs> but yeah, there's like the foil thing on yeah. top. But didn't your mom get them in like a flat with like different colors? Oh, yeah. You could buy them like 12, 12 to 16 Certain or something. colors like... Was grape a color or purple? There was there was purple, blue, red, blue, and orange. I think was there a green, like a green apple? I don't I remember. Think, I think there was a green. Man, so good. Little hugs, yeah. Little hugs, yummy. All right, my number five is the melted juice at the bottom of a freeze pop. That's it. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. We're getting a little. You don't like it? I don't. It's your game. I'll allow it, but. Well, if the, I couldn't pick that. What's my, your two favorite co- f- colors of Freezy Pop? You, orange, because orange is like my all-time favorite flavor. Uh, orange, and then was a huge fan of grape. I liked blue and purple. Mm. Blue raspberry, so good. Oh. Did you ever have Otter Pops? What are those? Otter Pops was a was a brand of Freeze it, Freezy Pop, you know, oh. the, the long plastic tube. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so my friend Scott, his mom had like a whole box of Otter Pops in their downstairs freezer. And we had a sleepover in like middle school at his house. Just, just ate them all, didn't Just you? me and him. Well, he had like a wooden mallet that I think was for meat tenderizing. <laughs> we would grab these Otter Pops. We just sat there all night watching movies doing this. We had like cutting boards and we would take an Otter Pop out of the freezer and like lay it flat on the cutting board. And then just beat the crap out of it with that meat tenderizer, little wooden mallet. And then we'd cut the top off and basically drink like ice cold juice because you, you break them yes. up. Yes. But then we, we would just great. drink like the ice cold. Yeah. And it were Otter Pops. That's awesome. If you Google Otter Pops right now, you'll see it. They're, it's still a brand. It's thriving. You guys were a couple of savages. Yeah. We watched a lot of late night movies eating those Otter Pops. Um, we had the best. Green is what, like, the flavor I won't touch. I don't want green. I liked it. I don't of love any, red. Any I'll, juice? I'll get by with orange. But like of all those like fake fruit flavors, I don't yeah. want green. <laughs> More power to you. Um we just had the best like frozen snacks as kids. Popsicles. Orange push ups. Otter pops. How about freezy a, how pops. about a fudge sickle? Oh. Somebody at baseball brought up fudge that. Sickles. Somebody, maybe it was one of the kids Man, said, like, good. I had a fudge sickle today, and I was like, I haven't had a fudge sickle in like 10 years. I might, next time I get groceries, I might have to load, load up on freezer snacks. I really like the, 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 um, real fruit popsicle where it's like strawberries. Oh, yes. But it's like real fruit where you got chunks of strawberry yep. and like, I don't know if it's almost like strawberry ice cream they formed in there. Yep. That's really good. Fantastic. If I if my son could be around peanuts, I would totally get the drumsticks. Oh, lo- they're so good. With the peanuts and the chocolate and the waffle cone that I can actually tolerate. It's pretty good. Doggone it, Hobbs. I'm sorry, buddy. Do you have a f- number five or did you already say that it? was it? Oh, yeah. Melted in the bottom. My, if that counts. My honorable mention is communion grape juice. So good. Because that's like the most volume of grape juice that's good to have nobody wants a glass of grape juice <laughs> um i'm surprised you didn't say wine i like wine it's i'm not a, I, i'd rather have all these before wine yeah. i do like wine though do you like red wine oh yeah i like all wines. no i don't but like, red, like wine. red wine that's red wine's like gross dry and bitter that's where it's at now if i have to drink wine i'm gonna make it like a white wine like a moscato yeah where it's basically like f- just like welch's white grape juice with bubbles yeah, you're not I, wrong. I do like champagne. Oh, champagne! Some people great. say champagne. Champagne's great. If I have to throw an honorable mention, I'll say Kool Aid Jammers. Kool Aid Jammers. Also, a great juice that people don't think of: lime juice. Great to cook with and season with, but not drink. So anyway, I'm gonna do a ninety. You could edit out that yawn. Um, 
it's not your topic. It's just I'm so tired. Um, we'll do a 90s quick hitter. You can go home. Do you remember uh, Juicy Juice? <laughs> they always sponsored Arthur on PBS. <laughs> this episode juice. brought to you by Juicy Juice. And it was like, <laughs> was it kids or choosy moms choose Juicy Juice or something like that? That was like their slogan. Huh. I don't know. I'll have to look like, it up. That was an awesome time ranking juices. Uh, at least it was for me. Uh, 90s quick hitter, and then you can go home and go to Snoozeville. I got to go nappy nap. You got school tomorrow? Yeah, one more day. Whew. Thanks for coming over late. Bud. One more day, brother. Then we're going to. And we have an hour and like 20 minute road trip for baseball tomorrow. Oof. I'm bringing a pillow on the bus. I'm going to sleep. We're going to knock out some midday recordings this summer to make it easier on you. Okay. All right. 90s. We should do mid mornings. Oh, frick like, yes. like after like, scooters? Like 9.30 in the morning. After scooters? What scooters? Breakfast. Oh, yeah. You just want the everything bagel sandwich. Uh huh. All right. Okay. 90s quick hitter. How awesome were, I don't think we've talked about this before, the team issued pencils. Oh, man. And then, and then to take them up a notch so you wouldn't get the giant indent in your finger that you could basically set a golf ball in, the pencil grip. Yeah. The padded pencil grip you put on there to try to save your finger. Yeah. But at the end of the day, if you need a pencil grip, you're just soft. <laughs> you are soft. <laughs> but I remember having a pencil grip. Here's, here's the burning question, really, though. When you get a pack of pencils that has your favorite team, do you use that pencil? Ooh. I think I would eventually use like the Twins pencil or the Lakers one, but I would save it as You're long as I could. Fan? Oh, yeah. I did not know that about you. I would, I would save because it. Because they got swept like this week, and yeah. you haven't said one word or been mad about I, it at I've, all. I've said plenty about it with my other friends Why? in a sports thread. Okay, and so I'm just supposed to. Should put, I have texted you in time? I'm my just anger? supposed to believe you that this sports thread exists with your other friends. <laughs> I'll show you the. T- I'll send you screenshots. I'm sure you were also texting your girlfriend, who's a model, but you, she doesn't go to school here. You wouldn't know her. Plus, she lives model. in another town. No, I don't have any pictures of her because her camera is broken on her phone. <laughs> but but she's totally real. Yeah, she's totally real. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was a bad weekend to be a Lakers fan. So, did you use the pencil? I would save them as long as I could. Like they were the last ones I used. Yep. Before, see, I was. I'm not gonna lie. I was a little bit of a pushover when I was in elementary school, and like wanted like some of the more popular kids to like me. So I'd give away some of my pencils. You're like, here's my Oakland Raiders pencil. Yeah, I'd give away the pencils, and honestly, I'm a little upset with myself for doing that. But then you know, a few years went along. I got better at sports. I got on their level, and I was like, no, don't touch my pencils. You're like, you can't use my 76ers pencil. <laughs> I would always look through the packs because a lot of times they sold them by like National League or American League or yes, AFC, NFC. I was always National League, AFC, and then Western Conference because I wanted the Sonics pencil. That is awesome. I was always torn between like, do I use the pencil or not? Because you're like, I don't want everybody to see me using this Toronto Raptors pencil and think that I'm a Raptors fan. Yeah. But my heart dies a little every time I have to take the Sonics pencil to the pencil sharpener. It gets a little <laughs> bit shorter. The erasers on those pencils were always trash, too. Horrible. You had to have a separate one. Either like the NBA pencils, the erasers were the color of the team and they were like like a weird texture or the the football pencils. They were the pink erasers, but they were always like really hard. I felt like yeah, all they did was smear the the ink. And then turn the eraser black. And the the wood was never like wood wood. It was always like sawdust and glue. Yep. Very easy to snap. Yep. Sometimes and, I'd put them between my fingers. And I felt like them. the lead was soft. It was like a soft lead. Lead would break off too. I, do you think they still sell these pencils? We need to go find out because those were legendary. I remember only one time having like an Atlanta Braves pencil, but I had a lot of Denver Bronco pencils, I felt like. Hmm. But I also remember too, like you'd sort of hook your buddies up like... I had a friend who was a Dolphins fan and a friend who was a Chiefs fan. So it was like, guys, I got an AFC pack. I will totally give you my Dolphins and Chiefs pencils. Make a little trade action. Yeah. Then you could have more of your favorite team. Yep. We used to do that with football cards. If I got like a Dan Marino or a Joe Montana, because this is when Montana played for the Chiefs. Yeah. Without question, I would give them to my friends, Andy and Lucas. And then if Lucas got a Marino or an Elway, he'd give it to us. And then, you know, the, the triangle was complete. Yep. I remember showing up to the first day of school in like third grade and Lucas had like a brand new Elway waiting for me. And I was like, what a guy. What a guy. That's the kind of friend you need in your life. I still have over a hundred different John Elway cards. That's awesome. And his rookie card. Got to be worth some money. Well, no, because the rookie card is because it's still in the case and everything. But 
I was so obsessed with like showing people my Elways and rearranging my Elways that the corners got less than perfect. They're all <sighs> dog-eared, like not terrible, but like Darn in it. the card industry, like oh, it's either like it. it's either like mint or it's or or it's they downgrade it fast. Yep. If this teeny little teeny little blemish wasn't there, I'd give it, you ten thousand for. It, but now ten bucks and. I had them in those sleeves inside of a binder, which is like not how you store good nope. cards. Good cards need to be in an airtight case. Well, they need to be in a single penny sleeve. Yep. And then inside of a screw tight case. Yep. Actually, not a screw tight, I've learned. You want magnetized. Really? I started buying those for some of my expensive baseball cards because the screw case, they say, does sort of warp it or bend it over time. So I bought these nice little magnets. I learned this from people like, Wendell and Rory, who are big ever, card guys. You ever have the intrusive thought? I'll think this sometime, like when I'm watching a documentary about collecting things. Someone will pull out a super mint thing out of all the cases, and they're just very gingerly touching it while they're showing it to a potential buyer. You ever have that intrusive thought, like, I just wish this person would grab it and rip it in half? No, not really. That's weird. <laughs> I want to witness it. That's... you. You should look into that feeling and why you have it. <laughs> Noted. All right. That was exciting. Those pencils were amazing. It's a bygone era. Burke, I appreciate coming over late night, bud. I will trade you three wheat pennies for your Denver Broncos pencils. Done. And you can have a bite of my fruit roll-up. <laughs> Done. <laughs> hot, hot. Hot, hot. Hot, hot.